I would like to take a moment to shame everybody in the entire world uh, for being a bunch of assholes. Wow. Okay, and I know that sounds harsh. It sounds judgmental. It sounds like I have my mind made up in advance of the trial. But no, I know I'm right about this. Everybody is an asshole <laughs> except me. Okay? Well. Uh, at varying degrees. Some people are bigger assholes. <laughs> but I'm not going to go after anybody and try to grade them on an asshole scale. Shame on you, Mike. I just I'm here to tell you. And you and by the way, if you people out there listening to this podcast, this award-winning podcast, you have every right to have the same exact attitude as I have toward everybody else in the world, okay? So get on it right away. I think Ben's already gotten on that a long go time ahead. ago. A little At, bit. A little bit. If you guys and ben, Bill Smith, Ben Ben Kitchen and uh Mike Adams and uh, our special guest. Our special guest in our studio audience here, my friend Billy. We go back Thank to 1966. You. And uh, you can ch- jump in on this anytime you want to. You know why? Because you're, like you're like family. Oh, of course. Of course. You know? Even though you're, Pol- you're Polish brother. and I'm not. Well, you know. <laughs> Still like family. Exactly. He taught me the only Polish I ever learned. You know? After, except for that Bobby Vinton song. Except for the Bobby Vinton song. <laughs> uh, so who do you want to share? Well, ben, you're, you're scrolling through the internet like you're v- crazy looking for a date. To find something to shame. You don't have anything to shame? I have one thing to shame. I was looking for a back. You better stretch it out. Do this. You know, this one, is a, one a, a, thing. a universal sign for stretch. It's like you're holding, one thing to shame. holding gum in your hand and pulling it apart like taffy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stretching for you. <laughs> Thank good. you very much. That was good. That was good. So <laughs> you know how I have two dogs, right? Yeah. Well, one of my dogs, his name is Milo. Mm-hmm. I choose That's your first mistake. You named him after a Greek god. And you didn't pick Fred Smurlis. <laughs> um, I'm going to shame my dog Milo because he's causing me to go blind in my right eye. How oh, so? Milo. That son of a bitch. He was licking my face like dogs son tend of to bitch do. Is valid, by and the then way. he just licked my eye. Uh oh. Just Ooh. licked me right in the eye. Somehow Ooh. got right in there. Yeah. And because of that, I got some kind of infection and a cyst formed. Now it's pushing right. against my eye, so I'm losing my fucking vision in my right eye. Time to change dog foods. Oh. <sighs> time damn time to change dogs. Oh, that's not. You, did, oh, no, that's... you know, Neil Young wrote a song about him. I'll trade my dog for your dog. Milo, when I was young, I could see out of my right eye. Uh, Milo. Now, did you? does he have an infection of any kind, or is it no. uh, just bad saliva? No. Just, uh, does he lick know. his balls dog a lot? Yeah, might, he doesn't have any balls. Food anymore. on his Wait, tongue or something. Okay, this is the problem. Might he's ballless. Lick, and now butt. he's getting revenge. He's a nutless dog, Bill. He's a nutless dog. He might, he, have, been, he might have been licking his you, butt. You, think, then... you don't think he doesn't remember that you had his nuts cut off? That's why I licked your eye. That's it. He's getting Maybe. back at you, Ben. Yeah, we'll see how you look with an eye patch, pal. Shame on you, Ben. <laughs> That's what he's thinking. <laughs> I may not have nuts, but you're going to look like a pirate when I get done with you. Eye licker. Arr. Arr. <laughs> how about you, Smitty? I got one. I got one. I, I, you know me. I'm not the biggest sports fan in the world. Yeah, you're about five. Yeah, eight. Shame on you. Now, hold on. I decided I was going to watch the Home Run Derby. Oh, I've never watched one before. The only thing I, the only exposure I ever had to the home run derby were highlights that you'd see on a sh- on a sports show, or you'd hear the guys talking about it on the radio. Yeah, and it's really so, meaningless. Well, I decided to watch it, and so I was expecting something that was baseball oriented. Like, okay, these guys are going to hit the ball out of the park. They're going to try. First, I thought there was going to be a real pitcher. I didn't know he was going to lob him in. Number two, what happens is. It, it becomes like a TV cheese ball production. Made for TV movie. Yeah. 
Awesome. The big bald announcer, hey, ladies and gentlemen, right. uh, echoing throughout the park. You know, like to call out the names of the batters, and so they they each come out through this door on the field with uh, with like the fog machines on the side. Yes, right. and all the shit comes out, and they they walk in like they're some kind of Greek god. You know, like yeah. coming on, and they step up on a stage, and they wait for the next guy to be called until they're all up on this like a pedestal. Right, adore us. They all don't know what to do with each other. There's no, hey, how you doing? Good to see you, shaking hands. They all walking around looking at each other. Right. But it was just now, strange. Do you, do you remember the the black and white version of Home Run Derby that was on TV back in the 50s and 60s? Yeah, no. when they would have like a one-on-one with like, yes. it would be yep. Maze and Mantle. Uh, or empty Park. Eddie Matthews yeah, right. and Hank Aaron or something. They had a pitcher and it would be, yeah, Eddie Matthews against, uh, hey, it would be Al Kaline against, uh, you know. Uh, well, this brings boom, me to the, the, the part here. <laughs> Watching those highlight reels from the old days. Yeah. Even from the recent past, like uh, the 60s, 70s, there always seemed to be a sense of sportsmanship. There was like a uh, just a feeling being a, uh, a male of the species. There would be this father-son bonding kind of thing, like a male bonding thing. Right. There was that feeling is always there, and even an air of Americana. In the it, old when days. it was about the baseball, yeah, then, as yeah. opposed to the the glitz. The old timers seemed to be genuine baseball players whose love for the game was felt by the fans. Of course, yeah. and yeah. that's what baseball was originally. And by the way, no one complained about the length of the games because it was a it was a two and a half hour process, and it was. That's how you play it. No one complained. Now, honestly, four, well, you, most four of the time hours. they weren't even two and a half hours. So the heart and soul of baseball. Two, right. Where has the heart and soul of baseball gone? It's it's awful. It's commercialized. So the old, yeah. uh, but the old uh, home run derby had this guy named Mark Davis or Mark Smith. He was a very generic announcer guy, and he'd sit there at the table with the other. So let's say Hank Aaron's at the plate, right, and Dick Stewart is sitting on the bench, or Mickey Mantle sitting on the bench waiting for his turn to hit, and Hank Aaron hits a home run and. He'd say, well, that was quite a shot he hit there, Mickey. And Mickey'd go, yeah, he hit that ball pretty good. You know, it was just like a little conversation going on, you know. Uh, and, yeah, can you play some audio from this guy? Because it was classic. It was. It was Mark Smith. And he, he was very – here we go. From the wonderful world of sports. <laughs> what year was this? bring you – 59. Home run derby. Home run where derby. Each week, the leading home run hitters of the major leagues will compete oh, in a home run hitting contest. You'll meet such stars to the music. as Duke Schneider, Duke, Duke Schneider, Eddie Matthews, as they show right Colavito, Mickey Mantle, Harmon Killebrew. Yeah, that's the same Jim guy. Jim Lemon, Willie Mays. They got Jackie the good Jensen, guys to do it. And you know what the prize was? You know, the prize was like a hundred bucks. A hundred bucks. Yeah, if you hit three home runs in a row, you got five hundred bucks. These guys don't cross the street and you know and piss in your punch bowl for less than fifty grand. These well, guys. Well, that's ten thousand dollars in today's terms. Yeah, especially the punch Welcome bowl. to Home Run Derby. This week we have two of the greatest stars in all of baseball: that fence-busting switch hitter Mickey Mantle fence and busting. the wondrous Say Hey Kid. Willie Mays. Ooh, this is a good one. Let's, let's, let's him, not do we? the podcast. Let's just listen to this the whole time. <laughs> now, 15 minutes of shame. We already shamed the home run derby as it stands now. Yep. Now we're giving glory to these old guys. It's, it's so great and so pure yeah. from back then. Anyway, yeah. uh, I'm going to go off in a whole different direction. Okay. My shame. How much, how much time? Do I have eight minutes left? Uh, a little over seven. See? See how I got a little clock in that my was, head? That was pretty good. By the way, are any of you guys on TikTok? No. no. I'm going to shame them right now because I, and that's a side shame. I'm going off on the side here with the TikTok. Is this the American version of TikTok or yeah, what they Chinese. show the Chinese? Okay, the, the Chinese is clean. They teach the kids. They, they can't even use it after 10 o'clock at night. The kids here in America, my own kids, 
They're on TikTok. They're looking at all these videos. Girls showing cleavage and doing splits on the floor. It's and all by design. Trying to sw swallow an entire watermelon yeah. without <laughs> breathing. You know, they have all these stupid things that don't will never help anyone be a better human being. That's right. <laughs> Watch me shove this lizard in my ass. But you know, in, it's, it's in China, China they're, they're trying to ruin us. They're teaching totally. all sorts of shit in China. There was a kid today, a talented kid, who was blindfolded and was doing a Rubik's Cube and did it in yeah. record time. Right. And then he did it a second time. You know, I, I have dyslexia. You know that, right? I, you know I have you, dyslexia. You do? So I put on TikTok the first time, and I mm. thought I was watching Kit Kat. And so what happened was it made me hungry for a Kit Kat candy bar. Mm. So here I am looking for my whole house for a Kit Kat because yeah. I think I'm watching Kit Kat, and it's really TikTok. Now, I almost bought you a Kit Kat today when we were at the store. Snap off a piece of that. I saw the big Kit Kats, and I thought you'd like break it. Break me off a yeah, piece of that. that. Give me a break. Yeah. Give me a break. Break me, me off, off a piece, piece of that Kit Kat bar. <laughs> See, I'm shaming you. <laughs> so, okay, so here's what I really want to shame. I want to shame the absolute ignorance of the Biden administration for not being – they're so tone deaf – you get to the point where you say, how can you not look at this as a problem and, and say that you're the president of the United States with our best interests at hand? F they f there are 47 million foreign-born residents of America, legal and illegal, combining the legal ones that came out. I mean, we're supposed to be allowing a million a year. Not citizens, residents. A million to come in a year. So I understand that there's... But to, to, you add the illegal to the legal, and, and uh, 47 million foreign-born residents in this, in this country, the largest number ever recorded in any U.S. government survey or, or, or census. Mm -hmm. Now, you say, well, it's going to be growing, but especially when you got the, the border wide open, right? The total foreign-born population increased by 2 million in the first 16 months of the Biden administration. And if you use the term the Great Replacement, you're considered a racist. Well, right. And it's not even about racism. The countries they're coming from, they're coming from 130 different countries. All right. So you say the, uh, the rate January 21st to April 22nd has grown, the foreign-born population has grown twice as fast as the actual U.S. population-born population grew. Wow. So the people who live here already, their population grew at half the rate of the of the people coming through the, the border. Mm -hmm. uh, the illegal immigrants accounted for two-thirds of the growth in the foreign-born population since uh, uh, January 21, 1.35 million. Uh, taking a longer view, since 2000, the total foreign-born population has grown by 50%. It's doubled since 1990, tripled since 1980. So this is an epidemic. Now, it's not because you don't like people from various countries. It's because I don't think you should like to pay for everybody that wants to live here. All of a sudden, you say, if you want to live here, yeah, just come on in. We'll pay for you. We'll pay for everything. We'll give you housing money. We'll give you SNAP food coupons. We'll give you free schools and free roads and police protection. Just come on. No problem. We got room. Here, we got a bus for you. All ready to take you to whatever city you want. We got free cell phones for you. We Am I going nuts here? <laughs> On average, the foreign-born population has grown by 132,000 per month since Biden took office. I mean, I'm sorry. You know, call me a centrist libertarian, but I don't think we should have to pay for everybody that wants to live here just because they want to live here.
Exactly. Come on over and have a cookout. Bring the family. What's the matter, Ben? I was just enjoying you. Ben's looking at me like I'm some kind of idiot. All right, what else you got, God damn it? That's pretty much it. I'm pretty much it. My, That's it? My life is pretty good. <laughs> You're all shamed out? Well, I got a lot of other things I can shame. Is there more time? Do you have something? How much time we got, Ben? We've got just about two minutes. Oh, two and a half minutes. Why don't we each take 30 seconds. All right. I, I would like to shame Quashante Short. What is that? Sounds like a meal. Uh, Quashante Short is a woman who decided to sue a, uh, in her words, a bad date, a man by the name of Richard Jordan, for $10,000 for intentional infliction of emotional distress. Was his Quashante Short? Is that why she sued him? He apparently did not show and left her on her mother's birthday, and her mother had just passed away. So he no-showed on a date. When she agreed to go out, stood no. her up. He stood her. He stood her up. Maybe he doesn't like funerals. So uh, she she's suing him for ten thousand dollars. Wow, there you go. And uh, <laughs> he says, "I'm a little sh- short." She, she apparently got into a huge <laughs> argument with the judge, and the judge threw the case out and said, "You you're in the wrong court. Get out of here. This uh, is ridiculous. Settle this." Now she's Absolutely. really upset. <laughs> Absolutely insane. Yeah. So shame on her, and shame on any court for allowing that to be a. Uh, a lawsuit. Shashante Court. Court. I'm still pissed at the Real Housewives. Oh, Jesus. I am. Never ending. Nope. I'm still pissed. Oh. I was, Why do you even watch they, it anymore? They went to uh, Bluestone Manor, Dorinda's house out in western Massachusetts. It's beautiful. And, I don't uh, know who he's talking and she has about. This, I kind hold of on. She has this, uh, this one of the, the housewives is Dorinda. And she has this. Uh, witches? She has a houseboy. Mm-hmm. Of Eastwick. And the houseboy, I've forgotten his name, but he's always wearing the mask. Well, none of the, uh, none of the housewives are. Nobody else, just him. He's the help, so he wears the mask. And that kind of bothers me, the message that they're sending. So shame well, on that. Do you ever Unless stop to think he's really ugly under that mask? No, he took it off. He's actually a good looking guy. As long as they don't spit in your mouth. He's I mean, cute. What's a big deal. <laughs> right? I mean, I'll forgive anything with people with masks as long as they don't spit in my mouth. Yeah, sorry. What made you think? I'm of that? not wearing a mask. Can I spit in your mouth? I don't like the whole spitting in the mouth thing. To could be you, honest with you, could you do it from a distance? <laughs> from a distance. <laughs> from a distance. Are we doing what's called a stretching? What? Are we stretching? That, what are you doing? You me, telling you, telling you how much time is left. You give me the finger. All right. Well, I get, announcing. Do I have 11 everyone. seconds to shame the Red Sox? Yes, you do. Go now. Okay, Bobby Dahlbeck. He he blows. He swings at pitches that aren't strikes. He doesn't p- swing at pitches that are strikes. And he can't. 